Welcome to Slightly Scary Podcast. I'm Sabrina. And I'm Savannah. And we are your ghost hosts. This week, we're talking about Dibic Box. <laughs> is that how you say it? You said it so good. We are also joined with Ashley. She is one of our top fan listeners. We love her. This episode is going to come out before her featured episode of our Terre Haute hauntings. So... We're just going to have her on for both because she's such a big fan and we just love her so much. Yes, absolutely. We do. So you will hear a nice, good intro from Ashley in her next, you know, like Savannah said, featured episode. But (laughs) Ashley, you want to go ahead and say hi? Hello. (laughs) Hi, Ashley. Is that what we're going to have to do? Okay. Hi, Ashley. We're excited to have you back. I know. Thank you for coming back again. I know it was such a hectic time for you to come, come along. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) We have five main tag topics for this episode broken souls, paranormal activity, Zach Beggins, eBay, and Post Malone. You may be wondering how all five of these correlate. Well, we'll wrap these all up in a pretty fun and scary episode for you all, just not in a Dybbuk box. I have only heard of the Dybbuk box twice in my life um once was from ashley whenever she recommended this episode this is ashley our listener suggestion episode um and then also once before just kind of like randomly like have heard about it from i can't even tell you who it was but it was kind of like a random topic mm-hmm. and i that's i don't really know that much about it i just know it's like spooky if any of you have suggestions for topics too i mean we have a whole list but this yes. one like Sabrina said, was Ashley suggested it's a very scary topic because she has mm-hmm. seen this in person. She has, which apparently you're not supposed to look at it with your own eyes. I was just what? chilling in the same room with it. Yeah, just hanging out with Zach Beggins himself. <laughs> He's like, you want to touch Beggins it? Zach is a madman. I know. Like, Go ahead, touch it, do something. <laughs> I have only heard of the Dybbuk box from the movie um, Possession in 2012. That movie is terrifying and I hated it. Have you guys seen it? No, I'm not. It's about a single, recently single dad and his two daughters go to this yard sale. But at the very beginning, this woman had the box and it opened in her house and ended up like killing her or something, <gasps> kind of alludes to the fact. So they take the box home and the youngest girl, um, it, She's like talking to it and handling no. it, and it opens and it possesses her. Just like that one movie away. we were talking about. What? Like um, Ouija. Yeah, it was. That's, that's it. It's quite frightening, and they had to like exercise her with a rabbi, and it like took place in a hospital and like some water. It was weird, bro. It was so weird. But when we actually get into Dybbuk, it gets weirder. <laughs> <laughs> see i don't like start that talking to things throw them away yeah and Girl, especially love... a little kid little girls are very adamant about their little imaginary friends and if they're handling like a ancient doll from a yard sale or a box it, that thing's getting eaten it's throw just not away. staying in the house i love yard sales but now <laughs> i'm scared to go to one because i don't want to pick up a box and i'm like this is a cute box and then it's actually like possessed and there's a demon in there no thank you Fun fact, Dybbuk's aren't demons. Did not know that before this episode. I'm I'm curious of what a Dybbuk is because I was thinking it was just a box that was like haunted. But now Um, 
second guessing myself. Hold on to that because we, I'm going to explain what it is. It's also very creepy. This uh, topic's could be a little religious. So I just want to give a trigger warning and a sincere apology if I screw up on this at all. But some, I feel like the Jewish culture is a little bit more open with like how they share things and like rituals and just ceremonies and things like that. Cause I found a lot more on the internet than like in comparison to the Catholic religion with like exorcisms. Mm-hmm. Cause they kind of, these are kind of similar but it was very interesting. But if I mess up anything, I'm so sorry. Are you guys ready to dive in? Let's dive in. Okay, I thought it was pronounced Dibuki. It's not. It's pronounced Dibik. So the earliest mention of the Dibik is from the 16th century. In 1602, a Dibik influenced a morally righteous man to turn his back on his family. So kind of Dibbics were brought up because this is kind of related to witches too. how like our culture and the Christian culture related women who were experiencing like mental or physical ailments. They'd be like, you're a witch, but mm-hmm. in the Jewish culture, they would explain like mental illness and physical ailments of women. They were being influenced by a Dibbic interesting kind of like a witch you know we can't ever have like a bad day especially in the 1600s (laughs) absolutely not by something i know seriously so anytime a woman displayed any of these signs in the jewish culture this would explain um that the woman had a dibic a dibic isn't a demon it is the disembodied soul of a dead person that needs to cling to the soul of a living person and they think it's a disembodied soul. I think in this culture based on how much sin it had in its Ooh. living life. So it becomes disembodied and then it can't cross over to the other side until it's completed its goal. Oh. Is it like a bad goal? Like- yes. So a disembodied no. soul is trying to cross over to Citra Octra. It's the other side where demons can carry out their will freely. Don't love that. So this this, <laughs> this disembodied soul is trying to cling on to another person's soul until they are able to cross over to Citra Octra. Oh my gosh. Yes. Name, huh? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it sounds like a drink, but it's not. Yeah, it's like no. literally a demon realm. But you know what? That's fine. <laughs> you know. Um Dibics can possess both women and men, but of course they choose women more. Um, even animals and objects sometimes, but they choose to enter the body sometimes in a sexual fashion, like <gasps> vaginally. No, <laughs> but not always. Just if they feel like it, like sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know how they how they thought of this. Like maybe they thought a woman was on her period, and we're like, "Yep, it went in That's that it. way." Witch, witch, <laughs> you're bleeding, witch. <laughs> You've been bleeding more than two days, witch. You have a dibic. It's literally like these priests, these rabbis are shining a lantern and winning in there. <laughs> Everyone's freaking out. Um, a dibic is supposed to be a symbolism between good and evil, men and women. So I found that wow. out. I was like, of course it is. You know, this is a woman hating day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> sounds like it. 
Um, in the book Tree of Souls Methodology of Judaism, an account of possession is recorded. So a man broke up a marriage and got the wife pregnant. Um, and this causing his soul to be broken and he couldn't cross over. And then, well, the man died in a shipwreck before he could confess his sins. At his funeral, an angel appeared and opened his casket with a fire rod and took him to Gehenna, which is um, kind of similar to Christian hell. Oh. Um, it's a destination for the wicked and he could not enter. Instead, he was tormented to roam the earth in chains and beaten by three angels until the death of the child he father had died. What? So literally, this man slept with a married woman, got her pregnant. He died in a shipwreck. These, an angel literally got him out of the casket and said, "No, you don't." <laughs> Cautionary tale. <laughs> don't chain him up. Don't sin. Yeah, don't. <laughs> sin. <laughs> Sorry, you made me choke a little bit. And then he got a squad of angels to beat his ass until his kid died. So he has to like wish for his child's death. Like, so oh my gosh, I never not... thought of that. Yeah, so that he could just be in peace. So the man thought the only way to get rid of this torture was possessing another person. And he tried a rabbi first, which risky move. Why would you do that first? Yes. <laughs> no, sure. that was like Why the first, your first move. thought. Like, go big or go home. <laughs> um, the rabbi was able to drive him out using a flock of impure spirits. Interesting. And then the Dybbuk tried to possess a dog. No. But then the dog dropped dead. No, not another one. <laughs> <laughs> Spivy, rest in peace. Um, <laughs> and then the man tried to possess a widow and note that this was three times that he's tried to do a possession now we know that three is a a witching number i think you mean a magic number <laughs> at least that's what schoolhouse rock taught me <laughs> exactly exactly um, three what they say is like uh, like the, if you hear three knocks it's like uh demons making fun of like the father son and holy spirit like three mm -hmm. knocks is bad yeah, that's interesting because I like knock on a door three times, so Sabrina. I don't. I don't need to. It's just like Sabrina. normal. Like not good. Knock not, it I'm off. gonna not. I'm gonna stop doing that now because I don't want to mock that. That's bad. Well, maybe the three times was a hack at the rabbi, a dog, and a widow, which was like mm. the worst. That sounds like a a bad joke. Like a rabbi, a dog, and a widow go into a bar. <laughs> And this Dipic tries to possess them. Good grief. Um, well, an exorcism was performed and the Dibbic told the rabbi. So the rabbi is speaking through the widow. Well, Ooh. speaking like to the Dibbic the, through the widow. Mm -hmm. um, and he was able to enter the woman due to her lack of faith. But the woman swore she had faith that the Red Sea had parted. And the Dybbuk flew out of the woman's left pinky toe. What? I'm sorry. What does what? that look like? <laughs> Which I wouldn't want it to come out the way it came in. Yeah, good In point. front of the rabbi. And I'd rather just lose my pinky toe. That's so specific. Gosh. <laughs> Why is it such a specific body part? Like... I don't know. I would just hope that... um. They would come out that way instead of vaginally. I would be so scared. <laughs> um, good grief. So the later the rabbi checked the widow's wooden mezuzah 
which is a box that has scripture inside. It's normally hung on a pin's post. post. The rabbi found the box to be empty, showing a lack of faith. Ooh. Hmm. Um, ten men must become purified in order to rid a dibic through an exorcism. They wear white robes, like as a corpse would normally wear to be adorned in. Um, the rabbi addresses the dibic directly and tells the dibic to leave. The exorcist tries to make the setting as religious as possible by showing possible like items of the Torah. And reciting biblical and holy names and negotiates the spirit to leave to ask the spirit why it's there and hopefully it goes out through the toe. Oh my god. Don't get <laughs> and that's what I was like from the next week's episode. I was like, I would be negotiating. I'd be like, so why do you think you're here? What's <laughs> going on, buddy? And they would have to have a really good reason to stay, right? What if, it, what if the negotiations don't work right yeah like, like well, what can you give a a lost soul like other than a body you know right like, it's just like what what are what you, you gonna, gonna give, give it that's me? better right i have no clue what did you mean by 10 men become purified what is that so they have to go through a purification ceremony of like non-sinning it's like a moral cleansing and i think of holy water too um and they also help the rabbi perform the ceremony interesting Hmm. no no i wouldn't want 11 men in a room with me wearing white robes negotiating a broken spirit out of me be very very (laughs) that sounds intimidating (laughs) it would be very intimidating but we're going to get into the story of the infamous Dybbuk box. It was purchased by Kevin Manis, an antique collector from an auction in Poland. Kevin shared the seller of this item had said it was a family heirloom. The granddaughter of the deceased was insistent that Kevin take the item after he purchased it. And I mean, this man offered to give it back because he was like, I think it's got some like sentimental value to your family. And they were just like, F no. Wait, so it. he purchased it, but he said, no, but you can keep it. Yeah, because they had shared money. the story of like, oh, the, after the, yes, he the purchased. Okay. Granddaughter had shared like that it was owned by her grandmother, who's like 103 mm. and was part of the Holocaust. And he was like, oh my gosh, well, you should just have it then. Like, why are you selling it? And they were just like, no, no, you can <laughs> have <got> it. it. <laughs> yeah. And apparently there was an inscription that had said Dybbuk or something like it on the box. And he had asked what that meant. And the granddaughter goes, oh, it just means a playful spirit. Ha ha ha. No. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Oh, well. <laughs> Which Take it home. Turns Take it out home. <laughs> to not be fine. Or we wouldn't be talking about it, right? That would just be case mm-hmm. closing over. Um, the granddaughter um, told Kevin that the grandmother kept the box stashed away and wouldn't let anybody open it. Good so. on the grandma, honestly. I know, but also, why are you selling it? <laughs> to get rid of it. I know, but there's got to be other ways, right? But they just sold it to this innocent person. Poor Kevin. Yeah, they probably just should have found Zach Beggins to begin with, honestly. <laughs> we need to get Zach Beggins in 2001. But Kevin turns out to be not so fun later on. So Kevin took this box to his furniture refurnishing shop and he put it in the basement one day he left the shop he ran an errand he got a call from his employee that somebody in the shop was like 
cussing and smashing stuff it like came out of nowhere so kevin returned to the shop to find the lights in the basement all of them were completely broken out and the room was full of the stench of cat urine (gasps) and the employee left and he never came back what yep cat pee i've never heard of ghostly encounters with cat pee unless it's a ghost cat (laughs) when kevin started working on the box he decided not to refinish it and instead cleaned it and he gave it to his mom as a birthday gift no 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 yes i love that yep um his mom came into the shop so the two could go out for lunch and then he gave her the box and kevin left for a minute to like make a phone call an employee came to him saying that something was wrong with his mom Mm. um he returned and found his mom um sitting in a chair expressionless crying and totally unresponsive no Um, she was rushed to the hospital and it turned out she had a stroke and lost her ability to speak for a time oh my gosh and they actually interviewed on like one of their local stations and she was like i was just sitting there cold paralyzed with fear and i was pretty sure i was never gonna see my son again (gasps) that is so scary yes um so she was in the hospital she couldn't talk her son kevin had brought like this spell board um that she could point letters to so to communicate with him and um when he asked how she was doing she spelled out no gift and when he given her the gift she emphasized hate gift oh what <laughs> literally the worst birthday gifts i hate that i hate that so much i feel bad for her yep um so kevin decided to try to give this to some of his other family members why does he keep giving it to people <laughs> she said that she hates it like i know what this... you give somebody imagine giving like not even a dybbuk box you give somebody a gift and then they're like i hate this and then you're like fine i'll give it to somebody else <laughs> they're like somebody else well, will love you it you don't like this polish playful spirit box i'm just gonna give it to somebody else <laughs> i can never please you mother it literally made her cry and sent her into a paralyzed state and he's like i'll just give it to somebody else somebody yep. else will think it's pretty yeah i would not like the people he's around <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it sounds like a oh god what is that hotel a norman and norma bates kind of situation going on right now that's fine. He gave it to his brother and his sister-in-law, and they kept it for three days and returned it. And the brother said it smelled like jasmine flowers, and his wife said it smelled like cat pee. I wonder why they smelled different things. I don't know. That's weird, though. That That's is weird. weird. Interesting. Yep. Um, Kevin gave it to his girlfriend. Kevin, chill, dude. Like, <laughs> Who soon Stop. asked him to sell it for her, um, and then he sold it to a couple... And three days later, found the box sitting in front of a shop with a note saying, this has a bad darkness. <gasps> Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kevin took it home. Because why not? We Everyone yeah, else hates it. it. He said, well, I love it. <laughs> yep. So um, he had the box at home. He began to have nightmares in which he was walking with a good friend. And when he looked in the friend's eyes, he saw something evil looking back. And his friend had turned into a gruesome demonic hag that proceeded to beat him. And he'd wake up with bruises and marks on his body. Stop it right now. (laughs) Stop that right now. I hate that so much. Oh, my gosh. Well, Kevin's sister-in-law, brother, and um, 
Well, and his sister. Um, they came to stay the night. All of them had the same dream. And it turns out Kevin's girlfriend had the same dream when she had the box. Um, oh. Manus also began seeing shadow creatures in the home as no. the visitors. He put the box in a storage unit outside and was soon alerted by a smoke alarm in the unit. When he investigated, there was no smoke, but there was a smell of cat urine, which at the point also permeated his house. No way. Yeah. I feel like I need a palate cleanse right now. I'm so scared. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, my cats are going to go pee and I'm going to smell cat urine and be like, what? Oh, no. <laughs> like, I can't do this right now. I know. Um, he took it into the house, began searching the internet for information about the box. He fell asleep and had a nightmare, woke up at 4.30 and had the mm. feeling of someone breathing on his neck and the smell no. of jasmine flowers. I'm going to lose my mind right now. So I don't know if I can make it through this episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. It gets better. Um, he gets better. Sh- post Malone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we need him now. Um, he saw the shadow figure lurk in the hall. And this is um, a oh, quote from Kevin himself. He said, I find myself walking with a friend. Usually someone I know well and trust at some point in the dream. I found myself looking into the eyes of that person I'm with. It is then I realized that there is something different, something evil looking back at me. At that point in my dream, the person I'm with changes into the only thing that can be described as the most gruesome demonic looking hag that I've ever seen. Then the hag, this hag proceeds then to be the living tar out of me. Okay, Kevin. <laughs> keep calling it a hag. Like... <laughs> because <laughs> of course that's how like a disgruntled woman's described but that's okay um so at this point um kevin put the item out on ebay you know because you can't burn these things I yes mean- exactly i think ebay is a great choice for kevin <laughs> um he's he hoping far away from possible ship it out yeah he was kind of hoping that somebody that knew a little bit more about it and about the paranormal would just kind of take it off his hands and just do whatever with it so he's had this thing for two years and finally in june of 2003 he sold it to a university of missouri student named yosef nixi i'm just gonna call yosef. him yosef <laughs> yes and that's how yosef you has a daughter name. at home oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yosef put it back on sale on ebay eight months later after he and his roommate suffered insomnia and illness in the presence of the dreaded item mm. So Yosef was able to sell this for $280 to Jason Haxton, who had heard about it from a student who was also one of Yosef's roommates. So Haxton claimed to have experienced paranormal activity in the presence of the box, though he also states he had an anti-aging effect on him. Hmm. The box had an anti-aging effect? Yeah, that's what he said. So like, what, he just kept it forever and looked like he was... A college student forever i don't know but he claimed that he also experienced welts and hives and was coughing up blood and choking <gasps> oh my gosh everything. you can't have everything <laughs> beauty is pain I yes know. coughing up blood and hacking that's awful he said touching it almost um puts it into a liquid state he uh <laughs> relates that while he's had the box he's seen strange lights and shadows ew no mm-hmm. not a fan yeah. Nevertheless, Haxton has taken a rather intelligent and academic approach to understanding the box. So he enlisted some scientists, paranormalists, um, Kabbalists, and Wiccans to put the box into a more manageable state so we could keep it. Um, he believes the force contained in the cabinet is neutral but plays off 
of who comes into contact with it. Um, ultimate goal was to kind of understand the truth of seeking the right owner to help it. And there's been a lot of discrepancy about the origin story of the box. So, you know, I shared like earlier how it was like a grandmother and granddaughters who like yeah. went through um, the Holocaust. Well, apparently that may not be true. Like the owners could have made up that story, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Poor Kevin didn't find that out. Haxton kept the box secure in a Asia wood. I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce it. Um, he lined the box with 24 karat gold. Ooh, rich box. I know, rich box. And he stashed it in a den and he kept it subdued. And then he also put it in a military grade shockproof container and he buried it. That's um, smart. Where it wouldn't be discovered. Um, here comes Zach Beggins. Zach Beggins. <laughs> Known My for guy. His, yep. On Ghost Adventures, he ended up buying the Dybbuk box from Jason. So Jason went and um, dug it up and gave it to little Zach. Um, and now the box is part of Zach Beggins' collection of paranormal objects in his haunted museum in Las Vegas. Um, Beggins will not let the public look at the box. However, if you really like to see it, you must sign a waiver that releases Beggins from liability if anything bad happens to you while viewing the box or immediately after. Okay. Ashley? I feel like you should talk about how you've seen the box now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I went to Las Vegas with my mom and my dad and my brother. Um, I had previously went to Vegas and I didn't even know it was there. So when I went back the second time with my family, I was like, I have to. Mm. Um, so we went on this really cool tour of everything that he has there. Um, and right before anything like super spooky is going on, he will like, either the tour guides or they'll will there will be a video of Zach talking like he'll mm-hmm. give you a little bit of like a rundown of like this is what's about to go down in this room this is your chance to like turn around and not go in it if you don't want to he gives like a little bit of the history um which i remember he said something about like the holocaust story so that one sounded familiar um and we were all just like in this dark room with this TV playing and he shows the experience of him touching the box and what also the where the post Malone was in it, which you'll get that story in a little bit. But um, so we're all standing there watching this video. I'm like a little freaked out now. I'm like, all right, like <laughs> I'm, I'm scared. Um, my dad, Marv can't hear very well obviously he's standing in the corner of the room literally just looking around not a care in the world (laughs) i'm I'm a little i'm a little nervous and then the door opens like the tour guide will open one door for anybody to leave and then a door will slide open into the room with the box in it Mm -mm. my dad's leaving so quick i would i'd be like no peace Mm-hmm. so everybody's just kind of looking around at each other like you know who's gonna go first my dad was in the corner of the room and he just he sees the door open behind him and I know he has not heard anything on this video oh and he just gosh. walks in he's <gasps> like what are we gonna go see he's like next part of the tour <laughs> yeah my dad was just like all right <laughs> that is oh wild were you like um I'm nervous for his life <laughs> yeah I was I was a little like i don't i don't know about this one uh, there's some parts where you're just like mm, i might want to leave now but i mean i paid all this money so i might as well see it and whatever happens mm-hmm. happens so um he actually goes into in the video on how they uh like protect people from looking at it directly 
it's in the middle of the room and there's like the box and all that stuff is inside the box like the flowers the gold everything like that Mm. there's scripture in there and then on the outside of the box there's like a ring around i think it's like salt or something like that Mm -hmm. um there's ring around it and then there's also a glass box on top of that that has scripture on it in another glass box i believe and so that's what you see it you see it through like two things of glass and then it's got you just like walk in a circle around it and i believe there's like an offering plate in in the room too like if you want to leave something you can that's scary Um, i know i was walking pretty fast and i i did look at it (laughs) you looked at it oh yeah i looked at it like all the way around and then you just walk out and then they're like okay next spooky thing after like they don't even give you a moment to be like (laughs) decompress okay, I just watched I just looked at like the hottest the, the most haunted thing in the world I'm so scared they're like nope next let's go talk to a haunted doll oh, oh I my hate god that. literally that would I couldn't do it I've also forgot to mention in the box like what Ashley said there was like two pennies like a candlestick with the had like octopus legs kind of mm-hmm. that it had rose petals um and scripture like what she said and I forget what the other thing was in yeah. there. So he set it up that way so that you're not looking at it directly. So like looking, it has Yeah. You're looking so at it, it through like glass. It. Right. I mean so you can still see it. <laughs> right. But like it doesn't I guess supposedly it wouldn't have that much of an effect on you because you're not looking directly at it. Right. It's got it. It's got a shield. <laughs> it's got a shield of scripture. But Began's museum has got a lot of stuff in it. It's got John Wayne Gacy's paintings, some of them. Mm-hmm. He's got a Polaroid of Chris Farley, the chair that Michael Jackson had died in. Um, he's got a lot of like murder, like murderabilia. Yes. True crime, paranormal stuff. It's super spooky, but definitely would recommend and also recommending the basement tour um Mm-mm. i wish i would have done that it's so spooky the ki- the people that went down there were like running back up the stairs and i know i hate running i hate going upstairs in the dark with s- darkness behind me can you imagine <laughs> being the last person going up those stairs oh absolutely oh. not oh my gosh no way you said the house was owned by a witch before right that was something you yeah. mentioned earlier so i don't remember all the details but it was like um there's a story of like witches used to live there and they used to perform um, like their sacrifices and everything down there in the basement. And so there is a pentagram on the floor and like, it's still there and you can go down there and see it. And they have a spirit box down there. That's constantly running. And people Mm -hmm. have come up and said, I heard stuff. Mm -mm. They have, they have like a raggedy and doll and you have to Mm -mm. say hello and goodbye. If you don't say goodbye or if, okay if you don't say hello she's mad at you if you don't say goodbye she can follow you and I was like absolutely not um that (laughs) one no Mm -mm. No, I just I like spooky stuff right like I'm I'm like a I'll go to a graveyard and explore graveyard that's fun but I will I would not go to this museum I don't want to like mess with stuff so hard that like I might bring something home that's like my biggest fear so no thank you I'm glad you went Ashley so you can tell the story and I appreciate your intel on it but sacrifice don't catch me there. No, and Zach Baggins is doing the most. Like he's I, always doing the most. He's just touching it and everything. He's just no, 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 no. Bring your whole family. My whole family loved it. Bring your my kids. My whole family loved it. Oh my gosh. Bring the children. Bring the kids. Um. Well, Post Malone went. 
Ashley's not the only big star to go. (laughs) I know she's like very famous, but we also have Post Malone who went um, to get a tour. Um, He went in 2018. Um, So in the video, it's I think it's supposed to be security footage that TMZ got a hold of, but who they Mm -hmm. get a hold of it from. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said, "LOL, watch this." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "I'm at Post Malone, and then I got him cursed." So Zach Beggins was literally handling the box; it's not in the glass. He's just holding it. Shut um, up. Yes, and then Post Malone puts his hand on Zach Beggins' shoulder, so he doesn't hold it, but he's looking at it, holding it, and Zach Beggins is just like, "Look what I can do with this box," you know, and not giving a care in the world. Um, so Post Malone leaves a couple months later, his private plane's wheels come off, um, on a trip to London and then someone broke into his old home and then he gets T-boned by a Nissan in his Rolls Royce just a couple later. And, um, Post Malone, I guess, does not truly believe he's cursed like he had a tweet that came out during that time where he's like god just hates me so <laughs> oh my gosh post malone okay, post. that's deep posty posty so yeah that is um poor post malone's experience it was wild but yeah that was that was a tea this one was really scary guys i don't want to do any more cursed objects yeah, I feel like we're going to have to dial it back the next few episodes, Sav, because we, we have this one and then our next episode creeped me out a lot. So I feel like uh, we get, just got to take like three episodes just to choose some fun, lighthearted stuff. Let's go back to leprechauns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. We've got some more scary stuff coming up soon, but that I don't think you're going to get your wish, Sabrina, because we got some. Well, no, that's not true. We got goat man coming up. Goatman, yeah. Um, if you've listened this long, you deserve to know what what we got coming up. We got Goatman coming up. We got Hannah Crana is coming up soon. Um, and I have this one. I'm not going to share, but we have a very very big surprise coming up with a very awesome guest that we will have coming on. So I don't want to give too much away about that, but no. it's probably going to be my favorite episode. Good. I'm so glad, Ashley. Thank you once again for joining us on this episode. Like yes. you, you shared so much insight. So you had such great intel about the spookiness of this box that I never want to talk about ever again. <laughs> you were great. Your presence is very appreciated here. And I'm glad that you're one of our top fans. You you're welcome. The and thank you. So that she needs to give us a scale from slightly scary to like, holy crap and yes looking up now what she's gonna rate our episode this episode i love that i love that so much because oh my god was... i got the word okay what is it oh god no i can't say it never mind i can't say it i just no go ahead no i can't say it because i literally just can't <laughs> oh my god Can you put it in like, the chat being dyslexic <laughs> exceptionally scary exceptionally, exceptionally scary, scary. This tremendous was an ex- immensely 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 this felt immensely Essibly. scary tremendously tremendously i don't think this is tremendously i, I would go with the other one it immensely. felt tremendously to me i don't know but this what is scarier the- than this this that, the crybaby bridges was scarier 
No, this was scarier. Oh, this was horrifying. Really? Thank you very this much. This was way scarier than no. Crybaby Bridges. I'm and a, a, what did I rate it? Sleep. Hold on. I think I rated this Crybaby Bridge. What episode was that? Uh, oh, back in the twenties, twenty-five, maybe. I put I rated it as slightly scary, and baby and children as extremely scary. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I'll put tremendously scary for this one. Tremendously, I, like, scary. I think tremendously or immensely is good. Immensely seems good. Immensely, too. okay. Immensely. I'll do immensely. immensely scary. All right. I like that. All right. Well, Ashley, how many days do we have left until Halloween? 190 days. Yeah. 190 days. Guys, we are getting down to it. Damn. If you've ever gotten down to it, we have gotten down to it. We're throwing it. We are throwing it back for Halloween. <laughs> I'm a slut for Halloween. <laughs> Marv's going to listen to this episode. <laughs> Marv, just skip. Tell him to skip after Posty. Okay. After Posty. Um, I just think that if you want to get in the spooky mood, this is the episode to do it. This is probably one of our spookiest episodes. Ashley, what's your rating for it that you had? Immensely scary. Immensely, immensely scary. Immensely. This is, this is not slightly scary podcast anymore. This is immensely scary podcast. Yeah. So have you outdid yourself? Well, Ashley told me to. I did. Ashley did tell she you. She challenged me. I'm your number one fan, and you guys have to follow what I say. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> peer pressure, peer pressure. <laughs> well, if you like this episode, you can give us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on Facebook. You can also subscribe to our podcast anywhere that you listen to your podcast. You can give us a follow on Facebook at Slightly Scary Podcast, on Instagram and TikTok at Slightly Scary Pod, and on Twitter at Slightly Scary 13. Until next time, keep it scary. Immensely scary. What, Savannah? No, you told me to stop. No, don't actually stop. It's okay. No. I'll let you have a moment. No, it's okay. And it's just crying. <laughs> Sabrina just said, sobbing. hate episode. No episode. <laughs> oh my god, Hate it. Zach Beggins yells at ghosts. My Zach yells at video games. <laughs> Come on. Why isn't my wand working? Wand. <laughs> why isn't my Potter. wand working? <laughs> Harry Potter.